Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Walking Through Glass, the podcast with your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown. It is time for us to get motivated. I know that music's got you moving in the grooving, but let's go ahead and turn it down so you can clearly hear the sound of my voice. It is Monday morning and we're jumping on the road, so you know what time it is. Let me go ahead and click. That's right. Get clicked in and off we go. I am so excited to be before you this amazing Monday morning move those keys out of the way with your daily dose of vitamin dr d wow this weekend was just that uh weekend so much so that part of it's like a little bit of a blur i have been um doing battle with some sort of bug or cootie that doesn't seem to want to let its hold go so i know i need to go do some more intensive cootie fighting so i'm definitely going to be doing more of that Yesterday, as part of my armor of cootie fighting, I decided to stay in and not be on the road because I had been out on Saturday running errands and had been out on Friday. So Sunday, I just made it my self-care Sunday and I literally stayed in. I actually slept a majority of the day, got up, did some things early on. I started the day pretty early, um, took a nap, got back up for a little bit, still did not feel very great, but then again went right back to sleep, got up to try to do a little bit of work and realized that I needed to give up the ghost, right? Have you ever had one of those days where you realize that I just can't? Um, no matter how much I want to, no matter how much I try, no matter how much, you know, I really need to get some things put into place, which is why in business automation is fantastic. But um, one of the days that I look over all my automated systems is actually, you guessed it, right, on Saturday and Sunday, the two days that I did not feel 100%. So I'm definitely going to have to look back at um, those particular systems. So it has been such, um, like I said, what a weekend. And I have to share my crazy mom story with you all. And that crazy mom story really has to do with what we talk ourselves into. And the same crazy that we talk ourselves into it has to be the same crazy that we utilize to talk ourselves out of things, right? So here's the situation. Um, Xavier's working now. I'm so proud of him. He has just really um, owns his, his, his self to that extent is that he really truly is the very best part of me. And so he's been working and um, making money, paying little things that he needs to pay, even when I offer to help or support what I love about him is that he doesn't say, hey, mom, give me the money anyway. He'll say, no, mom, I got it. And if there is something that comes up or he's a little short on something, then he'll begrudgingly let me know. But he really wants to do it on his own and cover it on his own. And so for that, I'm always there to try to support him and make sure that I can help him make it happen any way, shape or form. But on Saturday, Xavier had shared with me that his work schedule was, of course, 12 to 8. I had to make run an errand, so I was gone when he got back. Uh, When I got back, he was already gone. He had already left to go to work. So I came in, again, still not feeling a whole 100% um, for my day. And um, 
needing to kind of just veg a little bit. Well, I was waiting for Xavier, which I normally do. I try to wait up till he gets home. I just need to know that he's home um, or he'll text me. I'm home. I just need to know that he's safe and that he's okay and that he's alive, especially in such turbulent times today where, you know, um, there's so many uh, fatalities for young boys, especially young black boys who aren't doing anything, you know, per se, but yet somehow they're caught in the crossfire. So I'm working on that, meditate on that, praying on that, that my anxiety levels can go down. But on this Saturday, it was eight o'clock. So I know if David gets off at eight, usually by eight thirty, definitely no later than eight forty, he's home. Unless he texts me and says, Mom, I'm gonna stay and hang out, I'm gonna go um do something with my friends, he'll kinda give me a little clue on a couple things. Well, I don't know who put the bug or the flea in my bonnet, but I just started to feel a heightened sense of panic of like, okay, so 840 comes, Xavier's not there, and I don't have a call or text, so I'm texting him, no message. Nine o'clock, I hear nothing from him. Nine, ten, nine, five, I feel like as the minutes progress, one minute seems like a thousand minutes. And I'm still sitting there trying to figure out what is going on with this kid. He's not home. He's not answering my texts. He's not answering my phone calls because I knew his phone wasn't dead because before it went to voicemail, it rang a few times. And, and so I am just at this state of heightened sense of panic. And the more that I sat there and I talked to myself, the more I just kept adding on all these possibilities that could be happening and, you know, all the way from... You know, first it started with the car might have broken down and, you know, his phone is dead, so he can't call me. He's in the back road. It's really dark to, okay, maybe, you know, sometimes he listens to his music so a little bit loud. He does like to listen to certain rap music. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what if he's been pulled over by the police? I wasn't thinking that he had was dead or anything, but I kept thinking, what if something, and just kept going over in my head, what if something happens? To the point that I worked myself up into a frenzy where I could not sleep, I could not eat, I couldn't do anything. I tried to drink. I, I was so worked up. I had created 80 million scenarios in my head of what could have possibly happened to my child. To the point where finally I said, mm, I can't lay here, I can't sit here because I'm checking my phone every 35 seconds. And I jumped up. I said, well, I'm just going to drive by the job because this is not like him. He, if he got off at 8 o'clock, it's now 10, almost 10 o'clock. I hear nothing from him. So, of course, I created all these scenarios. And as I jump in my car, I literally have my pajama pants on, a T-shirt, some flip-flops. I jumped in my car. And as I'm driving down the street, I'm thinking of all the possible ways he could have driven home and could be sitting on the side of the road and no one there to help him. I literally, or maybe his car stalled and he's walking. So I am, <coughs> excuse me, looking out the window. I'm checking. I'm almost getting in an accident trying to look and see if that's him. I'm circling around. I mean, I literally created a state of panic for myself. And I thought, what in the world? So, long story longer, I finally get to his job. I go into the door, I bust through the door, divine intervention. He happens to be coming through the opposite door on the other side. And I see him, he's just taking his work short off. 
And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Where are I? What's going on? And he said, oh, they changed my hours, mom. I was working from 2 to 10. And since it was now just 10 o'clock, he was just getting off work. And I was like, hey, and he looked at me. And you can see I was a very, I was very agitated. And I said, do you know that I was worried? I didn't hear from you. You didn't check in today. I haven't heard from you. And I thought something happened. And he just started chuckling. And he's like, mom, seriously? And I said, yes. And then I'm, you know, as I'm, as he's laughing at me and I'm telling him all the imaginary things that happened to him or could have happened to him on his way home, he's still looking at me in a very perplexed state. And I had to laugh at myself because me and my leopard print pajama pants and my $1 Gap flip-flops and some track t-shirt that I got from probably one of those 5K races that I did, boss busting into boomers, I looked like a mad woman. And at that point, I really was. I was up, worked up in a frenzy. And I thought, I got back to the car and I stood there and I sat there in the car and I was shaking still. I was literally shaking in my car and I was laughing and I started crying and I'm crying and I'm laughing all at the same time because it wasn't the fact that he was okay or he wasn't, you know, it was the fact that how many other moms, especially moms of African-American boys, sit at home wondering if their child's coming home. And as I thought about that, I began to cry. And I thought, if something happened to my child, if something happened to my child, I was just like, God, how do I move past that? And I just began to just think and just pray and just work the coma. I couldn't even drive. I had to literally sit in the parking lot for a few minutes. And I was so happy to see his face. And then I just saw him at two. When I saw him at six, I saw him at eight. And the fact that he's a senior this year and he'll be turning 18 early next year and he'll be going off to college exacerbated my whole mindset. And I'm thinking I have to protect him. But the truth of the matter is I didn't. And I don't. Not at that level. Not that level of psychosis. Because what God said to me, he said, I'm Xavier's father too. I got him. He's covered. Continue to pray for him, with him, through him. Help him know and understand who I am. And the other part was, what's really going on? Is it really Xavier in this workspace? Or is it something else going on with you? And so what you're doing is channeling it through the one, what you consider to be your one kryptonite. Your one piece kryptonite. Xavier is my kryptonite. Anything, everything to do with him is of heightened sense of importance. And when I sat there and I began to breathe, realizing he's okay, I'm gonna be okay, and I started to scaffold back what the real deal is. I realized that it wasn't about Xavier being at work, coming home safe. It was the bigger picture of Xavier being safe, thriving, 
being in situations and circumstances that's going to grow him and not break him down. It was my situation in a state of flux and a state of shift and me making some choices and decisions that's going to forever alter the course of not only my life, but his life too. It was all of that rolled into one big ball of crazy. So my advice to you on this Motivational Monday is that identify your crazy before it gets you. And when you find yourself spiraling out of control in a mindset space, then go back to your anchors and begin to ask yourself questions especially questions about what's really going on what's really going on is it Xavier coming home from work and something happened to him on the way home from work or is it the bigger picture of as a parent of being able to provide being able to support being able to sustain being able to take care of what is it what is it so pulling all of that together making sure that for me that I'm okay and then I think about the long weekend that I had where I wasn't feeling that great I watched a couple of news episodes and all I was seeing was trauma 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 especially as it dealt with children to the point that I worked myself in a frenzy for my own but what this was an indicator of is that I was out of balance I didn't even have any harmony honey my whole common sense was was shot so today on this Monday before you become the crazy mom the crazy girlfriend the crazy wife the crazy employee take a moment to get centered take a moment to just meditate monitor your what I call it monitor your crazy take a minute right now just monitor your crazy and if you if you're on low-level crazy fantastic but if you're finding yourself creating and being highly agitated and seeing and creating all these scenarios that are just wild then you need to go back and take stock of you because something's not right something's off kilter and in order for you to deal with it you're going to have to call a thing a thing and make the unconscious conscious so that you can begin to remove remove all the residual crazy so that's my motivational monday crazy mom story and if you have a crazy mom story Please, 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 please share. Please don't let me be out here in these crazy mom streets by myself. So I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to walking through the glass with you later. Bye-bye.